Hello everyone, it's Shalita. And it's Cheyenne. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to The Two, Two Wicked Sisters. Sisters. Cast of Two Wicked Sisters. I'm your co-host Cheyenne. And I'm Shalita. So to kick off our first episode, I thought we would have a special guest, but no other than our mother. Mom, say hi. Hi, everyone. So in today's episode, we'll be covering Eurocentric beauty standards and how it affected the black community and beauty standards in America. So for this topic, we're going to talk about, you know, natural hair, um, colorism, um, skin color, you know, those types of things and, you know, how it's been playing out in our culture for years for you know centuries really going back to you know slave times so we're definitely gonna cover a lot of those and how things are changing now well i think it's really important for us to focus on how much white supremacy and eurocentric beauty standards really affected black women and their insecurities about their hair and skin color because if you think about it Growing up, there wasn't much representation for black girls. Well, for me at least, as it is now. Yeah, definitely for me, it, there wasn't a lot of representation on, you know, for dark, dark-skinned women and women with natural, you know, their natural hair. So that was really hard, especially with, you know, like Barbies and um, cartoons and movies. You know, you just didn't have anyone that looked like you. And I'm pretty sure mom definitely felt it growing up in the 70s and 80s. Um, a lack of representation. Yeah, the only representation we had in the in the seventies and eighties were Pam Greer, because she wore her her afro, and her different movies. But besides that, it wasn't it, there wasn't anyone else. It no, was it wasn't. a lot of white actresses, and you know, they were considered beautiful, and you know, black women were kind of like pushed off to the side. So that definitely probably you know. Not probably, it definitely, you know, played a role in the self-esteem for black women. And if we're going to be on the subject of representation, I think colorism plays a major part because the only quote-unquote representation for black women is someone who looks like Beyonce. And that just goes back into the idea of telling women of color that are darker, the uglier they are. Yeah, it goes back to, you know, slave time, you know, the lighter slaves got treated a little bit better than, you know, darker slaves. So... It still goes on, even, you know, even today, you know, dark-skinned women are called ugly by, you know, man, black man, which I, I feel like that kind of like, it bring it brings us down, like, you know, when our black man tells us that, you know, we're not good enough. Yeah, it's so much, like, a lot of self-hate in the black community from black men that, where they continuously pick, you know, lighter over darker or just just a lot of internalized like anti-blackness. Yeah. 
um I, I feel like growing up kid especially young girls I experienced that a lot yeah you know being like the you know, when girls are, like, dark-skinned, you know, young girls not feeling as beautiful as, like, their light-skinned, you know, peers who, you know, it, it it's definitely something that has been going on for generations, and I'm pretty sure mom, she's experienced it. Yeah, because you're told when you have that curly hair, that's the good hair. You grew up, you grew up hearing that. But what is good hair? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's no such thing as good hair, you know being black we all have good hair you know there's uh, it's, it <laughs> you can't even describe it it goes back to that whole you know you know back you know back in the day you know relaxers and straightening the hair was very you know popular because black women and men because you know when some men did this also had to try to fit in to have a little bit of respect from white people so they tried to have the, like these Eurocentric, you know, beauty looks that you know were not natural for them. So that kind of plays a role in you know what we're talking about today for this topic. Yeah. So you know, you have anything to? Yeah, growing up when um, you would have natural hair, it was considered nappy, and that was a stereotype amongst the black community, because when you would see the light skinned girls with the the curly hair they considered that good hair but a black a black a darker skinned woman with natural hair was considered nappy which is considered that way now it hasn't changed it's such a bad way to you know talk about black black women's hair you know our hair textures come in different patterns and we have to embrace that and not um you know shame shame each other for that you know we're different and we had different curl patterns and that's fine you know we take your hair differently there's no such thing as like nappy hair and like i think in the community we should embrace all different curl patterns all different coils all different like forms of our kinky hair especially when it comes to young black girls because a lot of them aren't really getting that representation especially in poverty-based neighborhoods when it comes to dolls and um just as of recently a lot of tv shows yeah, even on some TV shows, you have, you know, black women with Eurocentric, you know, beauty, you know, beauty yeah. look. So it, it kind of, you know, where's, you know, the black woman with the natural hair, the dark skinned black woman, you know, there's not a lot. I mean, it's changing in their most recent years, but there we still have a long way to go as far as having representation for young black kids, you know, to have someone who looks just like them. And with the having the jerry curl, I had a jerry curl by the age of 12. And that's because I did, I wanted to change the texture of my hair because I felt that was good hair. Well, can you explain to some of the listeners who probably don't know what a jerry curl is? Yeah, we have a lot of white <laughs> listeners. So. The process of a jerry curl is where you go and you get a chemical put in your hair that turns your hair curly. Looser. And it's very, yeah, looser. And it's very, it can be painful. It can burn. And for years, we walked around with spray bottles, making, <laughs> oh my making, sure, making our making sure our hair was like moist, and it was it was horrible. Oh my goodness! Then when you couldn't afford <laughs> to go back and get the Jerry curl redone, that was even worse. 
Your hair fell out. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm just thinking of, like, all the, like, damage it really did. Yeah. Mm. Same thing with, like, relaxers. You know, a relaxer is a chemical, is, is a cream that you put in your hair, and it straightens out your hair. Um, this does a lot of damage. Um, not only does it, you know, actually damage your hair and your curl pattern. It burns. It burns. Yeah. And I've, I, I know throughout the years, um, since I was, like, seven, I forget now, I've had so many burns and sores and scabs in my scalp from you know this chemical i mean if you just really think about it like you're really just taking a chemical and put it on your hair like it's just it's weird and surreal to really think about like you're literally mixing up chemicals to put on your hair not to say that people that do relax their hair are like perpetrating you know eurocentric beauty standards but just to really just think about that. Mm-hmm. Just just keep in mind, you know, like the history of relaxers. It was, yeah. it was so black women could fit into like white culture. And they never did. And so they can work and be in a workplace. Yeah. As we've seen recently, a lot of black women aren't even able to wear their natural hair and their jobs because of it being deemed as um, unsanitary or unhygienic, which is just ridiculous. You know, why is natural hair considered not clean when, you know, we have this whole day set out just to clean our hair? Yeah. <laughs> I, I worked at a place where when I started working there, I wore braids. But by the time I, um, about two or three weeks in, I switched up and I wore extensions. And I had a coworker tell me that they liked the extensions over the braids because it was long and you know, silky and that typical look, that that image of a me representing a white woman. So they were racist. Yeah. <laughs> it. Oh. Yeah. So it's definitely a um, form of racism when these companies, your jobs, tell you that you cannot wear your natural hair because they're basically saying that you being black is not in your natural hair is not good enough for their company and that's a form of racism um men with dreads are told they have to cut their dreads but a white person with dreads or you know if you want to call them that <laughs> they they get to keep their job they're able to attain employment while um recently i can't remember where um it was a civil case mm-hmm. where they don't they allow discrimination amongst workplaces with black people with like dreadlocks Mm -hmm. and i mean not even just in workplaces let's look at like elementary schools i can't think of how many um reports i saw of white teachers cutting off like black boys locks goodness yes i was just reading this article um and it happened in i want to say baltimore um this little biracial girl her her mother's black and you know her father's white she was sent to school she comes home and her head is shaved yeah yeah, you heard about that? Yeah. This school shaved it because they said that it needed to be shaved for hygienic purposes. Now, this little girl had very long, natural, curly hair, and the school shaved it. They took it to her salon and got it shaved. Who does that? Without the parents' consent. Well, yeah, that's the main thing, without the parents' consent. And they and their claims was that it was for hygiene purposes. I've never heard that before. Yeah. It is barbaric. 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 <laughs> you know what? Hearing all this, it's just it's, 
it is ridiculous. It's traumatizing for that little girl, for one thing. Yeah, I mean, little like children are so innocent as it is, and then when you even like take the time to perpetrate like these racist things on them, you know, it's gonna affect them. It's gonna stick with them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure it was like that child probably had like a lot of white classmates. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they had long hair. Mm-hmm. And I think the the teacher told her that when she got her head shaved, her hair's gonna go back straight. So she was basically saying that her curly natural hair wasn't good enough. And she just had like curly hair. Like, like I don't know how you can look at a child like put race aside, I don't know how you can look at a child and just like take them to a salon and just shave their hair off. Yeah, without their parents' consent. Like, why would you do Or that? their consent. Yeah, their <laughs> consent. You know, it, it's ridiculous. But that's just one of the cases of, you know, black people being treated differently because of their hair type. And it's, it's, it's sad when we expect this from the white community, but when you, in your own community where you have black men that won't accept women with their natural hair, mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine tell me that they didn't like my natural hair. But I used to switch up and wear protective. Okay, sorry about that, y'all. That was um, our cat in the background. <laughs> but, Mom, if you want to continue. Yeah, I think it's just ignorance on some um, black men in our community not realizing me wearing my natural hair and switching into protective hairstyles that I'm still the same person. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't see it that way. And it's also with some black men, they're like, they either... You wear your natural hair and they shame you for that. Or you wear protective hairstyles and they shame you for wearing wigs or weaves or braids or whatever. So there's like no winning sometimes. There's no winning. At the end of the day, it's not even about the hair. It's more about just black men just hating black women. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's so much misogyny and so much sexism towards black women that especially I feel like it's always been there, but... I've experienced a lot as of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, this is a whole new topic. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, you know, it still plays a role in, you know, how particularly black women are treated as far as beauty standards go. So. It's just, it's really disappointing that, you know, so many generations of black women has experienced discrimination of some sort whether it's in employment whether it's in college or like their own families when it comes to like how they're treated especially women with large noses and large lips mm-hmm. yeah you know they get teased all the time but you know yeah now you see like the kardashians getting their lip fillers and their butt implants and you're just the- thinking to yourself Oh, okay, I was just getting teased for this. Yeah, like, black women are teased for their proportions and for their... Sorry, our cat is distracting us again. <laughs> like, our cat is teased for... Our, our, cats, our cats are teased. Our black women are teased constantly for their, like, body proportions. And, like, their, like, breasts or, their, like, their butt and things like that. The... the- the black women, black women, their bodies are overly sexualized. Yeah. For no reason, compared to their white counterparts, 
we are sexualized to the fullest. It doesn't matter what we wear, we're looked at as sexual objects. It's not fair because, you know, we wear, it's summertime, if you want to wear short, like short shorts or like crop tops, black women are more likely to be harassed. And it's so, like, it's so disgusting if you look at, like, back during slavery times, how much the children were sexualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slave, um, women who were slaves during that time were only used to give birth to babies to make more slaves. That's disgusting. That or, was their value. And that ties into, like, Black fetishism, which is another episode we'll be covering, where there was so much rape and so much, it's just... Assault and disgusting things. Yeah. So, as you know, as you can see from us, you know, talking about, you know, the beauty standards, it, it kind of goes into other parts of being Black. It falls into, you know, racism and... um how our bodies are objectified and, you know, just used. And it kind of, it all falls into place. It all kind of, like, goes together. So just to go back to, because I know um, earlier we brought up, you know, relaxers. Um, I just want to talk about how expensive hair products are. Relaxers are expensive, for one thing. But if you want to go natural, or if if you're already natural, Hair care products are expensive. The prices are like jacked up. They are overly priced. These are like natural like hair care products like shea butter, coconut oil, um, no argan oil. These this stuff is expensive. It's not cheap. And then you look at the white hair products and you're like, oh, wow, that's inexpensive. But you can't use it because it's not made for our hair. Yeah, like. It's a lot of shampoos and a lot of conditioners that we can't use because of the sulfates and just a lot of, like, the chemicals. It just doesn't work with our hair. It dries our hair out. You know, the singer Housley, 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 <laughs> whatever <laughs> You know, she's, she's half black. And she, you know, brought up the fact that when you go to hotels, they give you those little bottles of shampoo. But it's for white people, basically, because black people can't use them. Yeah. <laughs> For one, they're too small. Yeah. <laughs> and secondly, they, they just dry out your hair. Yeah. With black hair, you need moisture. Because our hair, we, the curlier your hair, the drier it is, naturally. That's just how it works. So you have to keep your hair moisturized. And, you know, that type of stuff, it just strips it. So we, a lot of times when we travel, we have to bring our own products. Yeah. And, you know, or buy them, at, and, you know, buy them where, wherever you're at. But they're so expensive. It's it's not fair because it's like you you have to go back to you know flatten like straightening your hair you know making your hair you know i you know quote unquote easier to manage like if you compare like natural hair products to like a boxer relaxer boxes of relaxers are like ranges from like five to like mm-hmm, they're cheap 10 bucks where if you look at natural hair products they're like ten dollars and up yeah we like relaxers are very inexpensive so it is kind of it pushes people to that side because that's what they can't afford 
And I remember one video I had watched on Tumblr, it had to be a few years ago, where a young black girl, she couldn't have been any more than like five years old, and she had a discussion, she was talking to her mom, where she was saying how she didn't want to be black, and she wanted to look like her white classmates, and if her mom could straighten her hair or put her hair in a ponytail because she didn't like her curls. And the whole video was just truly heartbreaking. Yeah, to see a young girl not love the way she looks is devastating, honestly. I'm sorry, our cat is eating. Because that <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just a normal family with a cat <laughs> that likes to be a center of attention, apparently. But, you know, yeah, um, going back to that, it, it's heartbreaking because we should be teaching our young girls to love their dark skin and to love their curls, love their big lips, love their noses, love everything about themselves. And even in this case, she was actually, like, light-skinned. Wow. And she just didn't like her curls. Yeah. That's awful. So we, we had to wait because the cat, Loki, that's his name, he decided that we had to wait to do the podcast until he got finished eating loudly. So, you know, we're back now. <laughs> well, I know some stuff you want to... I wanted to speak about why I um, put relaxers in Shalita and Cheyenne's hair at such a young age. I didn't have the knowledge or anything to use but water and spray bottles to try to manage their um, their natural hair, and it became painful, and that's why I ended up um, choosing to use a relaxer. But in in the long in the long run, it, the relaxer was even more painful. There was no natural hair products back then that I could buy for their hair. Well, that you had access, access to. Access to. Yeah, and this was like back in the 90s, so early, late 90s, so, you know, it's recent. It's not like something that's, you know, this isn't just like something that's been going on for like the past like 50 years. Like this is, you know, recent times. This is, this is pretty recent and like I said, we still have a long way to go. Yeah. So, um, I guess my question for you all, um, what do you think we can do in terms of uplifting the black community in terms of hair overall beauty stand beauty standards? Booty standards too. <laughs> yeah, that too. You know? <laughs> well, I, I guess for me, it's definitely more representation. We're doing better, a little bit better with that, you know, having more dark skin. Um, natural haired actresses and actors I think that's great um, but I think we need more of more of it so it's more widespread so you know young kids can have someone to look up to that looks just like them that would be great what well, about you mom I feel educating our own community and become more accepting of our own blackness because we, we know that there are the white race won't won't accept it we have to educate ourselves and, and love each other in our own race and stand for, with each other. Yeah, that's important. We have to, you know, accept each other and accept our beauty. And I think going back off to um, representation, I think that's really important. Also, like, supporting, like, black business owners that 
make um, products and dolls and comics and basically everything available to children in poverty-based neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So, like, supporting them, supporting products and resources, donating them if you can. Mm -hmm. So, like, especially women in shelters, black women in shelters. Oh, yeah. Um, We actually experienced living in a homeless shelter, a a domestic violence shelter, and... Which is another episode. Yeah, and there was no hair products for us. Not even brushes. Not even brushes. Not even brushes. So for us coming, you know, it's a personal note for us, but definitely if you have those products and you're able to donate, please donate because it's needed because there's more minorities that are in those situations that, you know, need it. Yeah. So if anyone has anything left to say... I think we covered everything. We would like to thank you all for tuning in to our first episode of Two Wicked Sisters. We hope to see more, hear more of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we hope to, you know, we do have social media. Um, all, of, all of our social media is Two Wicked Sisters. So we love, you know, to hear from you guys and, you know, I personally would love to like hear your tips for natural hair because I recently did the big chop, so that would be great. I would love to hear, you know, your your opinions about everything we discussed. And if you have any questions about this podcast or comments, feel free to um send it to us on our Facebook page or through Twitter. Um, the two wicked sisters on Facebook and I think it's the two wicked sisters with the number two on Instagram and on Twitter. So, um, yeah, you want to promote your social media, your personal account? Yeah. My personal, um, Twitter and Instagram are essay the writer, my blog, my lifestyle blog that I have is, um, essay the writer.com. My Facebook is also essay the writer. I kept it very simple. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my Twitter is Cheyenne Jacks. My Facebook is Cheyenne Jacks. And my Instagram is Cheyenne Jacks. You kept it simple. Yeah. Mom. No, <laughs> no, no social media for mom. <laughs> well, thanks, mom, for joining us and sharing your opinions about everything and your point of view and your experiences being a black woman you're welcome thanks all right peace out bye bye